Hello and welcome to the Coffee House. I'm Ryan Whiting. And I'm Paul Cushing. And we are not quite wrapping up, I believe, but finishing out the group stages of our preview of the World Cup with Group H. And this is going to be a fun one. H. Group H. 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 Whipped cream. Whipped. 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 Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will. Will. Oh no. Oh What's no. What's wrong with this? This, this is fine. Stays. This isn't like dark or anything. This is like. I know, yeah. but it's okay. We're, we're with it. We're, we are. This is everything that we say is nonsense. Nothing makes sense. We are carnage incarnate. We are. We are. <sighs> Who did you say carnage incarnate? Carnage incarnate. What uh, what uh, what does it mean? What what we are hello kitty. We are hellaciously hell bent. And we are hellaciously hell bent on, on, on hatred. Hello, <laughs> hello kitty. For oh. this grouping. Hana Gahan Gahana. Ooh, ooh, that one was rough. <laughs> Gahana. Uruguay. In Portugal. Portugal. Uruguay. Uruguay. And Hasu Korea. South Ooh. Korea. Has. <laughs> so, uh, so, so port, Portugal, that supposed to be offensive? Uruguay, that... Ghana, and South Korea are the four teams in this group. Was that, that wasn't offensive, right? The South Korea thing? That wasn't I, like offensive to South Koreans, was it? It wasn't offensive in like a, it means something bad way. It was offensive in a... Why did you have to uh, that, say it that, like that? That hurt me deep in my soul kind of way. Good. That's what I want. <laughs> right. That's why we have the keys on the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. To deeply offend you. To, deeply to make <laughs> you feel really uncomfortable when you open the door. To just remind you that every time we're in the studio, it's a key party. One, four, one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I... Oh, come on. <laughs> just let it be... Let it be. Our our it's editor is uh is currently um yelling in our ear about this intro and uh he's and that's just fun saying for he's us. gonna trash it. It's trash. <laughs> it's so trash. I mean, we are trash. We are we are raccoons in the middle of the night. Just I know just, it's good, right? It's really good. I get I it's like really it's like <laughs> very engaging and active and and uh, it kind of gets it kind of uh it. It um, what is it? It's like you're the kerosene to my fire. Wow, that means that's a mm. Some people have witty, engaging intros. We have a kerosene lit trash fire, guys, <laughs> and we're the raccoons surrounding, we, staying warm, worshiping the trash fire, <laughs> looking for some hot garbage. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll put the hot garbage away for you. So, welcome to one four. <laughs> welcome to one four one. We'll put your hot garbage. We could honestly, like a good, a funny, like a funny T-shirt would us be being garbage men. Yeah, putting your garbage, uh, throwing your garbage away. One four one studio. I just uh, so that's how that's how I play pickup soccer. I'm just there to put away this hot garbage. Yeah, I'm here to put away your hot. I garbage. can't dribble. I'm gonna one touch this at the net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God knows where that's going. We take your heart garbage. And I just, I don't know why it just sounds like slightly inappropriate, but at the same time, it's like, who wants to take heart garbage? Actually, no, I do. I I do. I've known a few. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so let's start with Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> it's, speaking of, uh, goodness me, that's really interesting segue. There's a great Lupe Fiasco lyric who talks about Ghana being a garbage can, which is like, ooh, yeah. Like where they were like a great nation, like a great like mm-hmm. African nation and tribe that has essentially become, yeah. So, so that's actually very, to be very poignant all of a sudden to have fun and then become very serious for a moment and poignant. We have Ghana. Yeah, that was that was actually really good. I'm, yeah. Like I'm, le- I'm legitimately proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we treated, yeah. So what is your initial thought of, of Ghana when we're talking about the World Cup? Because they have some really good players. Recent history for Ghana at the World Cup has been quite good. Yeah. Like very competitive, they makes always it out of the, the group. Shift. Make it usually make it out of the group and have have had chances to kind of make deep runs. Three was it twenty ten? They were a, a Luis Suarez goalkeeping save away from making it to the semifinal. Yeah. I mean, very close. Yeah, I think there's plenty of opportunity for them to create a lot of problems for for the teams in the group at least to start now for them to make it out of the group would is going to require a lot and honestly they should win it because if they were to not win it they will face brazil in the round of 16 and that it's basically a death sentence it feels that way if you're not the if you're not the winner of group h that could be a problem right that that's probably it for you i i look at (laughs) there maybe is one team that if they came in second could maybe just and then you'd be worried that they up. finished second because right. why yeah yeah and i would say uruguay would cause problems to brazil in a round of 16 just because of the south american they play each other they, they play each other consistently familiar. they know each other and do you know what even though uruguay isn't nearly as talented as brazil they will know how to at least muck it up and, and make it at le- you know like they'll do all the things that they need to do to they certainly will not be afraid to foul brazil and they won't be afraid to just slow it down cause yeah. you just make it a new for Brazil to play. Anyway, back to Ghana. This is this is a team with some players in it. I think up top specifically, I think they're very, very good. And center midfield, I think they're excellent. They probably have one of the better midfielders in all of the tournament right now. Or like at least on form, probably one of the better players in the tournament right now. And the party bus, Thomas Party. Thomas Partey is quite the player. He is so good. He's such a good player. I think he's a vastly, even though like he, he, I think feel like in a way he's receiving some of his due. Like he, as a player, I don't want to talk about. I, I mean, we should maybe reference some of the things that have happened outside of him being a player because um, it's why I am hesitant to uh, to praise him right now. He but. is a really good player. I don't necessarily. I, I, I really the allegations against him are absolutely horrifying. And if they are true, or he should never play again, in my opinion, he should, he should just be done and should be, you know, he should suffer the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. But he, as a player right now, he is playing better than almost any other midfielder in the Premier League right now. And, and what that's a crazy thing to say. Up top, too, they have excellent players. They have Jordan Ayew from yep. Crystal Palace, who's tough he plays tough is what how i'd describe it. they both both the iu brothers right they're both going uh, like andre and jordan right no nope, both... only only jordan's on wow this. that's a little surprising and they have inaki williams who is 
big, fast, and and causes problems. Super reliable, and <laughs> yeah. Inaki Williams has not missed a game. Yeah, as a athletic football player in his entire career, he's or in I, like six or it's been ridiculous. He's played three hundred something games in a row. I believe he's like a six four winger who just kind of like causes causes issues like he's he's a size mismatch and if he gets kind of like put i'm using basketball terms on this but if he rotates over onto a big uh in the middle he's usually faster than those guys and right he can, he can cause problems over there as well he's really he's a i really like him as a player and i think the world cup might show how good he actually is as a player because i think he plays for a, i mean bill bow is a decent team but I think he kind of he is at sometimes lost because he plays for a team that isn't always great. I I think there's a chance if he has a really good tournament that he could start looking at a big money move for a a large club. The thing is, it's crazy is that I don't think I don't think that's a thing. Like I, it's one of those weird things with like Bilbao and their teams and their players. Like, well, they they have to hold on to the players they have because they only have a select pool they can draw from. Yeah, but like they they do such they do a really good job one of making sure that the players that they have developed are a part of the system. They make their value for them, like they mm-hmm. create a value so that they don't miss out on money that they could earn. And two, I think they do a really good job of like a allowing those players to really love the city and like want to be there consistently. Like Iker Munain was a guy who was looked at by Barcelona and Real Madrid when he was younger. He's like I think he's like 30 now and he was he was excellent for them. He's yeah. been at Bilbao his whole career. Whole career. And you sit there and you're like he's a technical, highly technical excellent player and he never left. And you just kind of wonder like what like what are they do they pay more money at Bilbao or they pay similar money like what do they do to like keep them there? Is the food cheap? Yes it is. Um I know I've been there. Um <laughs> I think they just sort of fill you with kind of like a lawn that you're you're from Bilbao, you can play for Bilbao. It's, I mean, the town itself or the city itself is really beautiful, and it's yeah. hard to not feel at ease in that place. It's a very safe city. It's easy to navigate and walk through. Yeah, I just think I think it's easy to just be like, well, I've got plenty of money, and it's cheap with... to eat. It's yeah. cheap to live there. You know, it's an easy place to you know be at ease, and the weather is fairly decent. It's not ridiculously hot or cold. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're also bringing uh, Felix. Fena Guion from Roma with mm. them on the bus. I don't know a ton about him. I was hoping the Guion. I don't think the he, name's familiar. Yeah, uh, that's because of his. I think th- you're thinking about Asamoa Guion, who was a striker back in the day. Who he missed the penalty uh, from that Luis Suarez oh, goalkeeping okay. save. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, I lied to you. Andre Ayu is on the is on the bus. Yeah, where um, is he playing right now? He's in, playing for El Al Saad, which I think is the best team in. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They have Daniel Kofi Kiera. I only know him because I play football manager and I had had a St. Pauli save, who he plays for. Um, he's okay. He's I mean, he's playing in, what, the second Bundesliga 2? Yeah, but so. the St. Pauli, Pauli has been very good um, for the last, like, two or three years. They've just missed out on promotion, like, two years in a row. I'm hoping yeah. they're still very good because I would love to see the pewter in the Bundesliga again. Yeah. Especially with Union Bundlin doing so well, I'd love to see the like, so same, much fun. Same Pauli and Union Berlin and, and like, yeah, 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 yeah. All the little guys like wreaking havoc and ruining <laughs> Bayern Munich's 
uh, party to the party to the top party to the top all of the time it's like god how much champagne can you actually drink like, uh, i mean how much how much german beer can you drink and like just be sick of it well so how tall is manuel Neuer? six foot four five six foot four okay and he probably weighs like probably 220 yeah he's like 200 220 yeah i guess probably a lot <laughs> Is that that the, guy can the, probably can probably drink a lot. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, fair enough. So anyway. in defense, they're bringing Tarek Lamptey, the good got player, Mohamed Salisu, who's kind excellent. of finding his own at Southampton. He's 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 uh, I wouldn't say he's excellent, but he's definitely very good. I mean, he'll definitely do a job. Yeah, they have Daniel Amarte from Leicester, and then they have. Oh. Get- they have, yeah, Marty's very good. Yeah. He's excellent. Yeah, he's a, he's an excellent defender. Yeah, they have a couple of players from um league league one from France. Who's uh, that? Alexandre Diku and mm-hmm. uh, Gideon Mensa. Mm-hmm. They're probably probably start for them if they're international at yeah. uh, Bordeaux and Strasbourg. I'd Bordeaux's there. at League de. Oh, they're, they're at League both, de yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, Bordeaux went relegated Oof. last year. Oof. They're at the <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> I, I mean, I try. should know that, but that's. Did you just crack an egg here? You say oof. Like oof. A, oof. That's like a oof. cracking eggs over here. <laughs> wow. Cracking some skulls about Bordeaux and League Duh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Is that a bad is that a bad French joke? Might be. Yeah. I, I it didn't translate for me. I because like, uh, like oof is egg in French and you said oof. And I was like, wow. <sighs> <laughs> Man, this explaining the joke was enough for me. I think I <laughs> I think I'm happier to have explained the joke and you die inside just a little bit. Normally like, it kills that, that the soul, joke and it just that, that soul death. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just you just watch the light dim in his eyes a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and in in net, um, they're bringing a young player from Yupin, Abdul Manuf Nuradin. Yupin? <laughs> we so where is Yupin? I have no Belgium, Yupin somewhere is in, in Belgium. Belgium. Well, uh, we gotta see how many people are in Yupin. <laughs> I don't know if it's a city. Is I know it's a, it's a club. Maybe it's a. Maybe they got a lot of people. Uh, we had a like good five minute conversation in preparation um, for this, where we were just like, "Where is Yupin?" Because we never heard of it. Yupin has it's a German speaking okay um, community in Belgium. Okay, it's like it's one of those. It's near. It's near Germany. Yeah, they are in Wallonia. That's okay. the um, which yes. is on the the yeah. eastern side of the Belgium. Liege province. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many people Liege was an elector count in the Holy Roman Emperor. You now have in the Holy Roman Empire. You now have a an HRE fact for the day. Mm. Mm. That's that's tasty. That's tasty. I was just seeing how many people they have. They have population. They have twenty thousand people. Oh, that's pretty good size. Twenty thousand. That's like um, that's Greenfield. Yeah. Well, actually, slightly larger than Greenfield. Greenfield's like sixteen. Oh, f- forgive me. So well, it's like Greenfield it's, and Turner's. It's like the greater Greenfield area. <laughs> it's Greenfield and Turner's then. Shelburne. Yeah. Yeah. Put them. Put them all in a Greenfield blender. Greenfield and Turner's and, together. Yeah. And you've got Yupin. 
probably probably a little bit larger. I think and they have is. a first division pro team. How cool yeah. is that? I mean, admittedly, they, like second to last first division pro. They're team, not but. second to last. They're like above the drop zone. They're like fourth from last, but they're they're there. They're there. I looked it up. Okay, they just finished a game five five, which they had a giant lead and then gave it up, and then they ended up drawing in the ninety fourth minute. <laughs> he's he's underselling this. They scored five goals in the final ten minutes. It was amazing. The, yeah. So and the team is the they were 15th playing against. and 16th team in the league, and yeah. they were just like, "All right, guess we'll start swinging." Yeah, it was just they all just dropping haymakers <laughs> like Zuta Warigam or Warigam. They they scored three goals in five minutes, like from the 83rd to the 8th, and you're like, "Wait, what just happened? Oh my God, what is happening?" Like every- in Step Brothers, like that kind of moment. Like, what is happening? I just I think every now and then when two teams with like both nothing to lose. And everything to lose, just conspire to to just go out and try and win that game. You're it's... absolutely right. Like it's one of those weird <laughs> moments of like um like it could have easily been a zero zero dull bore. Like right. like both teams like, were just like packing it in, not taking any chances. Like oh, we'll get the point. We'll try to fight for another day. But like they're like, no, nah, we're just gonna right. go for it. And both teams saw this as a moment to you know the run starts here. We can accelerate up the table, get good vibes going into uh the world cup break and uh and they they sure went for it yeah they did but they're so the yeah, starting did. goalkeeper i believe for ghana is joe wallacott 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 it's very proper english uh playing for swindon town in england is that is that the championship is that league Char- one charlton is league one i think he, uh, he's playing for swindon right now that's League Two, I think. Yeah. Uh, and their other, the other keeper with experience for them is Richard Ofori, playing out of Orlando Pirates, which I guess brings us to what I would consider to be the biggest question for Ghana. Can they rely on their goalkeeper to not lose them games that they need that they're in? Um, good question. Yeah. Are you just saying that because you're a goalie and you no, want to no, have faith? No, no, I'm just faith? saying it was more of like I was thinking like, hmm, <laughs> is that a, can they actually rely on their goalkeepers? And my my answer is no. And the reason why I answer that is that I've seen Jojo Wallacott make some really terrible errors in the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> Like, really bad errors. And I go, that's your starting keeper. Are you able to really rely on him making no mistakes for over the course of eight, if you make it eight games? In what cannot be undersold as the single biggest professional footballing moment of his life. I mean, yeah. He's played every game for Charlton this year. And he's played in the EFL Cup. But, yeah. You looking at the time? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, we're 20, 23 minutes in. It doesn't. Does, it, does, this, does time even matter at this point? Does time even exist? We could still finish with 45 minutes. I mean, it, it, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, maybe we're just messing through. Yeah, we're just we'll get be right like, through. Like, Ghana, maybe like, this is the one that we have yeah. goofed off. Ah, it's fine. I was just, I was like, we've been talking about Ghana for a while. Well, we, I mean, we haven't really talked about Ghana. We've talked about other things while <laughs> Ghana has been in the periphery, much like. Ghana must be like on a regular basis. We just treated them like so. Let's so let's talk about so, Ghana then. <laughs> what what what's left to say about Ghana? Are they are? Do you think they're going to cause problems for um Uruguay and Portugal? Yeah, 
I think they will. But the thing is, will they able be able to keep goals out and out? Here's the thing. They have this, a strong enough defense, and they have one of the best CDMs in the game in the World Cup that they might not even, if they do not allow chances to be created, they might not need to worry about their goalkeeper. But they need to, they're going to have to, he's going to have to do some work. But they'll be able to cover that up enough. And I think they have enough in attack where they can cause some serious issues. In looking looking ahead, in a in a group that has Cristiano Ronaldo, Luis Suarez, Edison Cavani, Edison Cavani, and Hyunmin-sun. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you to pronounce Hwang, it for me. What was Hwang Hee Chin? Yeah, that that's that's another. I believe that's a. That's the other guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was I would, uh son. Yeah, Hung Min Sung. Hung Min Sung. Sorry. Like one of the, they're gonna get out. There's gonna be a break at some point. They're gonna get out. Like they're they're going to oh break free. Right, right, right. You're you're gonna have a one on one with one of those guys at some point, and it might at come down to one point. They will be Freddie Mercury in a maid outfit. <laughs> Because they're going I'm, to break free, right? I am paralyzed by the thought of Cristiano Ronaldo in a maid outfit I'm right sorry. now. I don't. I have no words for you. <laughs> I have been stopped dead in my tracks, which is something Wallacott is going to have to do to that shot if they want to. If they want to escape the group, so they're going to stop Freddie Mercury from what well, JoJo Wallacott has to stop Freddie Mercury from breaking free. Uh, metaphorically, Cristiano Ronaldo in a maid outfit. Existentially, right? Uh, I, I have no idea what... Are we going... Are we transcending all of it altogether and the maid outfit doesn't even matter? We're just hoping that Freddie Mercury... Uh, I... I am unsure if Cristiano Ronaldo is or is not actually Freddie Mercury in a wig at this point. <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 there there are a legion of Cristiano Ronaldo fans who are very upset at this joke. I think we have our episode tag or the name of, yeah. Cristiano I I told you it would Cristiano come to Reno, us. Cristiano Cristi- Ronaldo I want to break free. Uh I uh, see I thought we were going Cristiano Ronaldo in a maid outfit. No, I Group think H. I want to break free is funnier cuz then then they'll they don't necessarily know. Because, like, I Want to Break Free has that, like, oh, like, Cristiano Ronaldo has been, like, like has been really struggling at Manchester United. Like, oh, like, maybe this is what this moment will be for him. And then we realize that it has nothing to do with him actually breaking free from Manchester United. It's literally the fact that we've talked about him in a maid outfit like Freddie Mercury in the song and the music video it's, from 35 years ago. He's right. It's clever. It's up to you. You're the you're kind of the, the final say over there, editor. I'm a. I have ideas. Yeah, you're. You're I, like eighty percent of the time. It's whatever you titled it when we saved it to. You know to expose how the sausage is made. How um. <laughs> <laughs> how do we say group H? Group H. How do we? And so like it's gotta be H. How do we like say that H? Which H? <laughs> hey H E Y It's C H. H. Yeah, E E C H in parentheses after H E Y C H H H E Y C H H E Y C H H H H H like like K H H H H H We just had one of those moments too. We should move on. We should, should we move on? Probably. I feel like we should go to Portugal. We just talked about. Probably should have um, moved on ten minutes ago. That's really. okay. We're gonna keep going. 
We're now we'll now we'll move because I feel like we should move to Portugal because yeah. we just talked about Cristiano Ronaldo breaking free. I'm uh, going to I'm actually going to Portugal in June. Yeah, Portugal's a I'm lovely going to Porto place. in June. One of Porto my uh, and Lisbon. Yeah, one of my friends uh, was there for like a week and he said that he he loved it. He biked through Portugal. He biked through Spain and he uh, you can rent bikes there. No, 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 that I just I, that's he, pretty uh, awesome. He liked Portugal more than Spain. I'm not surprised by that in a way. But I mean, I I really like Spain. So if if Portugal, if if he liked Portugal more than Spain, wow. And he, it's about as expensive to live in Lisbon than it is to live here. Yeah. In this area, which is also another like wild thing. I'm like, hmm. Well, um, okay, maybe live in this, live in Lisbon, enjoy some really good custard. Um, I wonder what Portugal's immigration policy is. Good question. I know a lot of tech techies go, have gone, like tech social media techies or people, they've, they've gone there. They've gone there. And lived yeah. there, which is like, ugh. I mean, it's it's a, a European nation, ugh. so a lot of them are going to, you're going to be able to speak English there often enough. Right. I mean, I just, I I, sh- I mean, I just, but. I don't know. I don't know why I, I have that judgment about like social media people going to Portugal. I think it's just because it's like, oh, Portugal is really cool. Let's just go there. And you're like, they. Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that—that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. I social just, media I, is uh, destroying us. So I know, and guess what fair. we're doing? Is this social media? Uh this is this is content, which is a different. Thing. Is it social media content or is it just content? It's just content. Uh, allegedly, it's sports journalism. Allegedly, a, a, a <laughs> very like a strong quotation marks on allegedly. Um, if you could see them. They would cover um, a large landmass. You would just hear uh, with allegedly. In it'd just be Edge. So L and Lee is covered by the whatever, and it's just Edge and our allegedly. And we're falling off of the edge. Yeah. Are we getting clo- too close to the edge? Don't push me. <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging on to the edge. You're hanging on to the edge. Oh. Trying not to lose my head. <laughs> wow. Uh, so. Uh, uh, uh. So Portugal has Portugal. a lot of very good players. They are going to be <laughs> speak, Speaking of uh off the edge, Ronaldo Sanchez not on the plane. That upsets you a lot. And I mean he's a really really good player, but that midfield is stacked. Yeah. They've got players all over the pitch and he hasn't been playing. And unfortunately that that move I mean that's enough, yeah. I that move to PSG is is just mind-boggling in a way. PSG eats careers. Well, it's because they sign everyone on the planet every yep. year somehow, and they somehow like haven't gone bankrupt. So PSG, Barcelona, and Chelsea probably. If I had to pick the three teams in Europe that do this the most, they'll sign really good players, and then they sign more really good players. And then players who would be like very good on, say, I don't know, league-winning Lille, don't play. Yeah, and with it's- Christoph. Well, the thing that's crazy is I think the reason why Renato Sanchez is, uh, went to PSG is because Christoph Gauthier, who is the coach that he helped win a title for a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's it's... I think he was thinking like, oh, I'll go back to Christoph and create and and recreate the magic with him. Yeah, and he just it, the thing is is that they bought a lot of central midfielders this year, particularly, yeah. and that was weird. Ghost. <laughs> that was a ghost. Um, and they and they and, and he struggled to 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 find feet. 
I mean, yeah. the thing is, is they have Vitinha, who guess where he plays PSG. Yeah, and he's a Portuguese midfielder. Like just like, and they bought him this summer, the same summer as they bought Renato Sanchez. He was Renato Sanchez probably should have went back to England and given himself a second shot to play in England. Yeah, and uh, there were teams that were interested in him, and I think it would have been a good move for him to go to another league and develop yeah. further. I I firmly believe that he will have a move. He's still twenty four. Yeah, he's I. The thing with him is he had like he's gonna be the best player in the world. Buzz around at 17. him at seventeen, and yeah. it feels like it's been a decade, but it's it's been seven years, and he's still mid. He was great at the at Euro twenty sixteen. He was one of the biggest reasons why they won the tournament was because he was so great for them at 17. Yeah. And he'll always be remembered for that. And the thing that's really disappointing is that he has that ability to market. Like, his effect can be gargantuan. And it doesn't necessarily mean he has to be the most technical player on the field. It's just because of what he can do consistently in manipulating space. He's really good at that. And I just, he... I wonder if his his ultimate destiny is to never play for one of these giant super teams, even though he's this immensely talented player, um, but to be always on that kind of mid-tier upstart that's right. just punching way above their weight all the time. And a lot of that is because he is such a disruptive force in that midfield. Yeah, I think he could play for one of those superpower teams. I just think he needs an opportunity to show like how effective he can be. And I don't think he's had been given that full opportunity yet. I absolutely would take him over over long staff at Newcastle. I mean, it's a possibility. I feel like they're going to that's a possibility. I mean, I, he would be affordable right now too. So. Yeah, I, w- I wonder how much he would cost. Um players on the bus. Yeah, let's let's get back let's, to the let's bus. Let's get to actual. Let's get back to Well, so let's start in the midfield. Bruno Fernandes, uh Ruben Neves? No. Nope. No, nope, wrong one. Vitinha would be a starter. Uh Bruno Fernandes and Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva? Yeah. I mean, Ruben Neves is going to be on the team. It's yeah. just that those are the three guys that will most likely start for them okay. at the World Cup. And that is a very mighty um, triumvirate. The thing is is that Ruben Neves can also play for them. But the thing about Ruben Neves is that a Vitinha is a better version, essentially like a more mobile version of him. Yeah, I was going to say Neves is a little... Not to say he's immobile, to like a, to, but he's not He's not athletically he's gifted not, in a way that um, some of the other He's not fleet of foot. Yeah, that his speed <laughs> yeah. is a, can be... And the, the reason why, like he, in a way, he hasn't received this move, big move to other teams is because of that. Yeah. That like the teams have to try to find a way to... You would, you would have to have a guy who can, who can cover for that. And some of these clubs over the years, historically, with other players um, that are, are like that, like uh, Pirlo. Uh, mm-hmm. Pirlo played next to um, a very young Paul Pogba at one point. And yeah, Pogba he was... also played again with uh, Gennaro Gattuso and Clarence Seydorf. Yeah. He played against, he played with some guys that like really were able to like... Because he was, he was just a mastermind in the mm-hmm. midfield and he had guys who could do some of that that other work. Some of yeah. the, the more sprinting work that he, did, he wasn't I mean, and the, I want to I say that Clarence Seydorf was also an excellent creator and yeah. midfielder in his own right like the the fact that that Pirlo and Seydorf, Seydorf existed in the same midfield is sort of wild that doesn't really happen very <laughs> often in world football so yeah. the fact that they found a way to make it work was uh, impressive they also had I mean the other thing with Pirlo and, and that time that he was playing was that he had he also had great center backs behind him too so yeah. like 
they could also cover from his mistakes besides like the midfielders like sh- like two good midfielders shuttling and like another really good creative midfielder at, at he the, had, at he the had some truly good firemen behind him to, yeah, to put out whatever yeah I mean you have Paolo Mondini in the back you you, you, you can kind of trust <laughs> that you can make a mistake from time to time right. and it'll all he'll, be fine he'll clean that up yeah um, but yeah so I think this team is this is one of the best Portuguese teams that have ever existed in World Cup format any sort of format this is a team that's better than the team that won Euro 2016 yeah that's saying something that's saying a lot. That front line. Well, they've brought a lot of the star players from back. Then. They're still they're still hanging in there. Wow, can say Yao Cancelo is still playing at a pretty high level. I mean, he's he's still he's like good. He's at like twenty. He's like twenty seven or twenty eight. Yao Cancelo. He's like the best right back in the world. Oh. And you've got Ruben Diaz, probably one of the best center backs in the world. Oh. And you've got three decent keepers. Jose Saz, a really really good keeper. No superstar, but. They should be serviceable enough. That Jose saw Rui Patricio is like the one guy for me. Like I wouldn't want to play. Like they have. I think the guy they the I can't. Is it Marco Silva? I can't remember his or Andre Silva. I can't remember his his name. But that's a fighter. For, Huh? Andre Silva. But, but they, they, they have, uh, there's a guy who it's either Marco Silva or Andre Silva. It's one of those things. He's a Silva of some sort. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I could be completely wrong and just um, talking out of my. Anyway, no, no. but he plays for Porto and he's like the guy. He's like the next guy, I guess. And he's probably going to start for them. And um, Jose Sa has been, was like, of all the keepers, Jose Sa was one of the best keepers in Premier League last year. Shot stopping yeah. wise and all of it, he was actually really, really good. He's one of the reasons very why young as well, isn't he? He's no, he's he's like thirty, I think. Jose is at this point. Yeah, he's or maybe he's not young. Anyway, yeah. so they're good and they're good out wide. They got Nuno Mendes, they like Jao Cancelo, who's probably one of the best attacking backs in all of football. He's he's almost like a center midfielder or winger at times. He creates more chance. He creates these crazy chances. They have uh, Rafael Guerrero. Go- Guerrero. Yeah, Guerrero. They have. Guerrero. They have they have a bunch of guys who uh, can Danilo just Danilo Pereira. Yeah, Danilo Pereira. They have a bunch of guys that can really play. And then up front they've got Jao Felix, Rafael Leo, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And Cristiano Ronaldo, this could be his swan song. This could be like the moment for him too. Oh, it's definitely his last World Cup. Like he's I, I don't know if he's announced it. I'd I don't be know if he's surprised if, it, but I'd be surprised if this was or if this wasn't his last World Cup. I mean, no, it's this is. It's the same yeah. thing. Um, I know Messi's announced it already, but this is definitely Ronaldo's last World Cup. Yeah. Even if he doesn't want to admit it, like it, this is it. Like he's it. That you can see the downward. Yeah. Like last year was probably his last really. Yeah, and I, formidable season as a striker or a, a player at a at a top club or just in general. So he, I think he, everything will go into him being really effective at this World Cup. But yeah. I I mean it's kind of the last ride for Portugal for him. I would imagine. And his club season is not going super well. He can't get a move. He has to, like, no one's putting in bids for him, putting in offers for they, him. It's almost as if Manchester United needs to release him and he can just go somewhere for free. Right. And, and pay, be, like, not paid anything. Just be like, hey, you can you can play for us, but we're going to pay, like, $1,000 a week. Right. Figure it out. And, and I mean, he's, he's got enough money. Yeah, he's right. fine. He just wants to play. Um, but, yeah, so that's a team to me. that That's a team that could really, like, that's like a semifinal, could possibly be, like, a Dark Horse finalist uh, and, and possibly and, win it. I mean, a lot of... 
predictions are saying they'll do it. Portugal's done it before. There been there's been more than one tournament where they just kind of hang in there. They'd hold on to one one draws and then they try and get something on a set piece and, and win a game. And I mean that, they're that better was a, than that this time around. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be better than that, but at least they know how to do that. But right. they're better than that. I mean Bruno Fernandez is an excellent one of the best midfielders or attacking midfielders or whatever. I don't know what kind of midfielder he is at this point. He's an attacking midfielder. <laughs> kind of goes where he wants. And you got Bernardo Silva, who's probably the best, uh, one of the best press resistant players in all of the game, and he is going to keep the ball for them. And they're going to create. They're they're just going to be a handful for, oh. for for a lot. Anyway, I mean they they have to be, if not favorites, kind of co favorites to get out of this group. Oh, they're I, they should be favorites to get out of this group, in my opinion. Oh. They are the on paper, quote unquote, allegedly <laughs> on paper. They are the best team. In the group, so who do you who do you want to go with next? Do you want to talk about? Let's go South Korea. South Korea, yeah, sure. South Korea is an interesting um, an interesting beast when you start looking at them. They have some seriously talented star players, mm-hmm. and then they have a lot, and I mean like probably seventy five percent of their World Cup roster are K League domestic players. That doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. But it also means that they don't play against the same level of competition consistently. As, yeah. yeah, some of these other guys, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out at the World Cup because historically South Korea does pretty well as a team. I mean, at least in their local groups. Oh, and the uh, the Asian and like the Asian uh, Pan Asian uh, AFA. Yeah, AFC. Um, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean they always yeah they always finish either top or second and move on and it's very easy for them. I think they recently played Brazil in a friendly and they were like I don't know were they destroyed? I can't remember if they lost like five to one or one nil. I think it was they got handily beaten by Brazil. Um, they didn't have all their players I don't think with them, but it's a team that I might be going through a bit of a transition even with their high. And players like I mean yeah. they have a really great center back and Hyoming Son is is definitely one of the top players and in, in all of Europe and if not yeah. all of the world like he's so so good and he stars for a front line that is a lot of there's only a couple of teams I would say that have better front line than Tottenham Hotspur have yeah which is saying something for an Arsenal fan to say that I mean I'm envious of that Harry Kane, Kulisevsky, and um, Hyung-Ming Son line because that is a very scary front line. And Richardson. Or Richarlison. Richardson. Sorry. Richardson. Richarlison. Richarlison. Yeah. Sorry. I saw, so what happened to explain, sometimes I will see a player's name kind of visually in my head and I read it off and because he plays in England I read it off and then I was like, oh wait, those aren't connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why you said Richardson. I, used to, I just thought about a convenience store that was in Lynn that's called Richardson's and I got caught stealing in one of those when I was 12 years old and it was a terrifying experience my friend was like hey put that two liter bottle of coke in the back of my backpack and I was like what he's like I'm gonna pay for it and I was like okay and I was like why was I so naive to think that I went, we're just having a therapy session you just, no big deal. you just learned two things about Paul one he's way tougher than you expect him to be kids from Lynn look it up <laughs> two 
Yeah, I mean, I got caught stealing a two-liter bottle of Coke. I'm not that two. tough. He probably cried over a two-liter bottle of Coke. I mean, I was definitely mortified. I was definitely like, oh, my God, I hope no one knows that I did that. I remember years later going back in and being like, feeling like I needed to apologize like every second I walked in that place. <laughs> no like, one involved so uh, knew who you were. Yeah, like, they probably yeah. didn't. They were like, who the hell are you, kid? Like, yeah. we see you kids do this all the time. Can you right. just not do that? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Scared the shit out of him. He never stole from me again. <laughs> Another success story. Another Lynn success Another story. Another Lynn success story. <laughs> Lynn, Lynn, city of sin. You never come out the way you came in, as they say. As you do. Anyway, back to South Korea. We. I, I don't even... Where were we? We were just talking about the front line. Uh, we were Fr- just talking oh, right. about Tottenham's front line, and then re- we're just retracing our steps. Richar- Rich- we're talking <laughs> Richard- about Richardson's in Richarlison's in... I feel like... So there's a talking point here. That we have with a lot of these teams. Not sure their goalies are all that good. No, probably. This is like one of the teams where I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I don't. And the thing is, is like they have a great center back, but they have a great center back. But they got one. Right. One great center back. (laughs) And they've got a couple of good midfielders. Yep. Two or three good midfielders. And they've got a front line that could really hold it together. Now, the thing that's great about the World Cup is that you can find ways to, like, really freak people out and play, like, a system that people weren't expecting and, like, cause a bunch of trouble. But... Yeah, we should do we should do a uh, an episode on that. How like every World Cup is almost a referendum on where the game is going to go because one team always comes out and does something crazy that everybody's like, "Wow, we can do that!" Like we have the guys for that. Um, yeah, there's part of that, but I think the development is already like the club level development is like so far ahead at this point that yeah, you you, what you'll it. see is like like in broad terms, like the fan. Like the the casual fan mm-hmm. will start to hear some of these terms and be like, oh, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. And maybe they won't remember it much, but like it becomes more. And then it'll start being something that's said more and yeah, more. Yeah, it becomes normalized and part of the vernacular of the game that is yep. more common. You know, I think it's like, yeah. And so because the thing is, the things that are happening with like Pep Guardiola and some of these like Stark managers are like changing the game with crazy thing like Luciano Spalletti, I think, is doing something at Napoli that um, is sort of fascinating right now because they're destroying teams. And right. They also have one of the best creative forces right now. And I'm not going to try to say his name. I only know it's I think it's Kavisha. (laughs) And he's a freak freak so good anyway um he wears 77 for napoli uh yeah i think it's kavisha kav kav uh keep going with your point i'm gonna give it a try yeah anyway um but yeah so with south korea maybe they will figure something out and find a way to steal a game from one of these teams (laughs) they might be the worst team in this group but they are very good you know who used to use? Are you seeing this name? And you're I, like, I so to explain, uh, I'm I'm chuckling right now. Uh, I just saw the name. It's, it's definitely Kavicha. Kavicha, yeah. Kavicha. Yeah. The last name is pronounced K V A R A T S K H E L I A. Kavaraj. Gelia? Yeah, Kavarashelia. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Kavarashelia. That's why I said... Where is he from? Because that changes things. I thought he was from... I thought he was... For some reason, I think he's Russian. I don't know. I thought he was, but maybe He is from... Where'd you go? He is from... The fuck is that flag? What? <laughs> 
Let me see. What the fuck? Let me see. It's so it looks like an English flag. It almost looks like an old Genoese. Oh, he's from flag. the Republic of Georgia. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That tracks. So yes, it's definitely gonna be like yeah, Cavachilla. he's from the Republic yeah. of Georgia. Oh my God, he's from my like my I, I you know yeah I, yeah maybe he played for Dinamo Tbilisi at some point. Yeah, but to, no, he played for Dinamo Batumi. That's what he did. Ah, yeah, and he played for Ruben Kazan. So you're saying they're South Korea is the uh, the worst team in the group? Mm, yeah, I do believe that they are the worst team in the group. I, I it's not like it's a big margin, but I think. Despite their star power, I think that they are the the team that needs the most to compete like consistently. And they yeah. may be able to punch above their weight, but I think Yeah, I I think I might agree with you. I in a lot of ways they remind me of an old United States team mm-hmm. where they punch above their weight because they a lot of them have played together and they're going to play very very tight football, mm-hmm. but I I don't think they're going to punch that far above their weight. And I could see them finishing last in this group, but I don't think they're going to finish point pointless, you know? No, no, no. I think they're going to, they may cause an upset. I think that's totally possible they could cause an upset. They might be the team that makes one of the other teams not get out of the group. Let's, let's, I want to, how about this? It's, to me, oh, I found five dollars. Um, <laughs> ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Oh, I found five dollars. <laughs> um, wow, that was bad. Um, ADD is taking over, folks. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I've been up since four in the morning. It's almost ten thirty. It's it's. I'm tired. Boy, howdy! It only goes downhill from here. I'm, I've been <laughs> downhill at this point. Um, <laughs> with South Korea, this is you know I'm thinking about all at the top of my head right now is is 2002 World Cup in Japan. The that you bring up a United States reference, so I'm going to connect mm-hmm. this. I'm going to connect this bridge. No, it's actually, it's a it's a it, it's now like a bridge that will probably break at some point because of the um, five dollar thing and all of that. But we I'm were doing go. so well on this connection like 35 seconds. I ago. know, but we're going 2002. <laughs> so 2002, the United States, they were they they were saying like, oh, this is a great young team and this mm-hmm. and that. Like they'll be you know they'll compete, but they may not make it out of the group. It's just good that you know they have all this young talent going they start with portugal they're like oh well portugal is great they have luis figo they've got all these great star players and they start by beating portugal 3-2 in that opening match i'm not saying korea is going to do that but it is definitely a possibility that that could happen i'm not saying it will i'm just saying that this could be like one of those weird things like they get this like crazy win right at the very beginning and it just propels them just enough to get them out of the group or do something wild like that, and then, and they'll go and face Brazil in the second game in the in the round of sixteen, <laughs> and then they'll get trashed, and, get and then smoked. that'll be in it. That'll yeah. be it. But at least they made it out of the group, which is a crazy thing to say. Anyway, right? But Once yeah, you get I out don't of the group, will, it's only monsters. I don't think they will. But I, I it's not. It's it. it I. It's hard to root against Hyunmin Sun. Yeah, and you know. And some of the players that they have. A player who's professional, and this is a fun, like, Korea has mandatory military service. Yeah. That has to be started by 28. Something like that, yeah. I believe. And he was, he had one more tournament. If you, if he won a major, it's one of the, I think it's an AFCON tournament. Yeah. Or uh, the Asian, whatever. The AFC, yeah. Yeah. AFC, yeah. yeah. They, he was on his last one. And they won that tournament, and he got to continue being a professional footballer and not have to go for two years right it's like two years you have to serve 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he he doesn't have to do his mandatory military service because of uh, winning because he won that and his final such, chance. I yeah. just that's such a weird thing, by the way. Like, feels very hypocritical. It's like, oh, well, it's like, oh, well, you did, you brought great. It's like one of those, like, oh, well, you brought great pride to South Korea, so now you don't have to, you do not. Like, it's just anyway. And uh, I mean, I, I, we don't have that, so it's hard to tell. Like, if if I would care, like, I guess it it would make sense to me if I was living in a society that had mandatory military service. Like, yeah, of course, if you go and are like, like, win something while doing service for the country, like that. That feels reasonable, but I I don't know. I mean, but it's a game. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't know. I, isn't it all sports washing? Ah, uh, that we're talking about. I'm not allowed to talk about sports washing. Not since the incident. What incident? Oh, you know the one with the with the green kits. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not allowed to talk the about the white sports. shirts and the green kit. Yeah, the shorts. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did pick up on that, by the way. It was so subtle. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah, yeah, it's so subtle. <laughs> so subtle. I you know, it was really disappointing too, is that I actually really like those those oh, white They kids. actually they do look really, look really they nice. They look really nice. Yeah. And then you realize mm, Yeah, they do look wow, nice. Wow, they did that so fast too. It wasn't even <sighs> It wasn't even, it was the first season. Like, you got, yep. like, three or four seasons down the line. Like, maybe you could have subtly, you could have actually brought that in. But like, right. what are you talking about? We've had plenty of other uniforms. This isn't a Saudi yeah. Arabia kit. What are you talking about? We're talking about Newcastle United's away kit, by the way. Sorry. I know that uh, we're, we're, it's, their, it's their third kit. Or their third kit, excuse me. But yeah. we, well, I wanted to at least, you know, give a, you know, connection to what we were talking about there for a yeah. second. Anyway, so. They look like. Does South Korea get out of the group, do you think? I don't think no, so. No, I don't. Yeah. We already know what that I is. I don't think uh, Ghana does either, actually, which leads us to our next team. Oh, we're going to Uruguay. Going to Uruguay. We're going to Montevideo. Uh, Two-time winners. This is the uh, the last gunfight for a couple old gunslingers there. With Cavani and Suarez? Yeah. They might run a. They might play a 4-4-2 and put those two at the top and be like, go get them. That would be. I mean, you're not pressing at the front, that's for sure. Huh. Well, I mean, Cavani, I mean, Cavani one runs, knee. huh? Yeah, I mean, Suarez is he's Suarez is leg. gonna hardly move, and he's gonna score like four goals in the tournament. Or he's something. a black knight from Monty Python <laughs> right? at this point. <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. Somehow he'll be in <laughs> contention for Golden Boot. Yeah, no, somehow, yeah, he'll score. I mean, he, he into. <laughs> I can't over, say that. Hey, I can't say that. Over under gonna... on biting incidents to goals. Which one do you think he'll have more of? Biting incidents or goals? No, more goals. Definitely. Yeah. Well, but he's still. Because like, he only oh, gets man, one biting incident thing. before he's suspended. It's so sad that that's still a thing. Like, I mean, he's such a great player, and it's clear. I mean, he's got a thing going on that, yeah, he's, like he's just like I feel like he gets over like sensitized or something, you know. People got a weird that. fight or flight going on yeah, with him, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. Anyway, he's back home in um, Uruguay. He um, he plays for Nacional in Uruguay, mm-hmm. which is cool. Back home and finishing his career. I think he's literally just playing there so he can play in this. So world he can Cup play in the World retire. Cup and then that's it. Yeah, I think he'll retire soon after. He's very banged up, and he, he's. I mean, he's, he's like, played through a lot of injury, and yeah, he's been a he's been a tank for a very long time. I mean, he's. I mean, he's everywhere he's been. I would say he's been a very effective player. Huh. Barcelona, he was great at um, 
even Atletico Madrid that first year he mm-hmm. won a title for them essentially because he was so good in that first the first two thirds of the season, oh. and then his knee started to really act up and then, then yeah. sort of and fell then it apart. just kind of was that. But that they was had, it were so him. far ahead at that point that it didn't really matter. Yeah, that is yeah, that's a team. That, you know, this Uruguay team, uh, this is why I don't think they're givens. Like, this is why maybe I strangely trust, I've trained strangely feel Ghana might make it out of the group over Uruguay is because there is a lot of provenness with a lot of these team, like players um, from Uruguay, but I don't know if, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they have it completely together. But the thing is, is like every, they've been very good over the last 12 years. They've made it to semifinal, quarterfinals, round 16. They've been there. They've done that. And so now I'm wondering, I'm like, hmm, maybe they're just going to do that again. Uh, it's tough. They have been not a juggernaut on the world stage, but a very consistent performer mm-hmm. for quite some time. And it, it is tough to, to bet against them. They do have some younger players coming through, like uh, like Valverde, yeah. who is... Oh, um, Fede Valverde from Real Madrid. Yeah. He's excellent. And he's definitely... You can tell that he's he's from Uruguay. He's got that feistiness. He's got, got a little that, mean like, in him. <laughs> he's got like that feisty, like, got, you know, like he'll... You know, just knows how mm-hmm. to like needle and prod, and they've got Lucas Torreira, who is a very good um, central midfielder. I know he plays in, at Galatasaray, but he is—he's got all the ability. I feel like sometimes his his size is like overshadows his ability as a player. Then there's um, then they have like Darwin Nunez, who has been playing at Liverpool, who is still figuring things out a little bit, but I feel like he's still going to be super effective. You've got. Um, and you still have Suarez and Cavani, and the thing is, is their their back line. I mean, do they have enough in defense? To Diego Godin is thirty six. He's he's on the bus, and he's on the bus, and he's going to captain them. Fernando Muslera is thirty six as a goalkeeper, which is fine, maybe. But he's a very he's been he's solid for them. He's been very good as a goalkeeper. But yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm looking at the roster, and it's getting to be. They're either getting old or very young. And it might be a tough tournament for him. Like I said, I think like that's why I think it the Ghana Uruguay like one of those two teams. I think it could be that game that yeah. decides who moves on. So, um, I guess, I guess we can wrap it up with this. I, I have a wrap up the group. If you're gonna pick teams to get out, we're pretty we're pretty unified on Portugal mm-hmm. and South Korea not making it. South Korea not making it. So I'll take Uruguay. You're gonna take Ghana. You think that I don't they're... know. I I mean I'm still I'm wavering. I need a moment for that. I'm gonna say I think I'm gonna go Ghana. I think the reason why I think their center backs are better. I think their center midfield's better, and I think their striking department is a little is is maybe not with the pedigree, but I think is maybe better because of their youth. Okay. Are you willing to put your fate in the hands of Theodore Wallacott? The the steady hands. Jojo? Of Theodore Wallacott. Theodore Jojo Wallacott? Is that his middle name? It's his nickname. That's what they call him in the thing when I looked up in Google is Jojo. You willing to... <laughs> you <laughs> Are you willing to put your fate in the hands of Jojo? Man, I guess I am. I guess I have to trust... I trust I trust Amarte, and I trust uh, Salisu, and I trust Thomas. I'm trusting the party bus. Trust in the party bus. Okay. Trust in the party bus. All right. And I am putting my fate on the feet and the lungs. And the teeth. And the teeth. 
Well, see, I wasn't I wasn't going with Suarez, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, on on uh, on Suarez and Edinson Cavani. So mm-hmm. here's what I propose. Mm-hmm. This is the last episode, so we both like we both like weird kits, right? We both like weird things. So if Ghana gets out, mm-hmm. I will get you a Wallacott no. Swindon Town kit. No, 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 no. We don't have to do this. <laughs> I don't why don't why why are you buying me a kit that I don't want? Yes. <laughs> that that feels why self-explanatory. You, why is this happening? Because I'm hanging it in this goddamn studio. No, you're not <laughs> hanging this studio is a hallowed place that we fill lots of wonderful energy in and I don't want some wa- random Swindon Town jersey in my my space. Okay. Sorry Swindon Town, Mr. Swindon Town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, 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 now I feel bad. If, I actually if those feel, boys I, could read, they'd be very upset. I, would, I actually feel really bad now because I have like slated Swindon Town in their jerseys and for no reason. Like they're yeah, probably how lovely. dare you bring that garbage into this studio, Swindon Town? We love garbage. And yeah. But we're, we're comparing Swindon Town to garbage, and we can't do that. Like that's <laughs> so bad. And I'm not saying that. Yeah, where's the we're, Swindon, you're not garbage. And I perfectly clear. I feel awful. The garbage we're talking about is Swindon Town and their uniforms. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not going there. That is not what I'm saying. None of that is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. I'm actually having a slight meltdown at this point about this. Um,. Please no, Swindon. I hope that um, I do. I am able to visit you one day and love your lovely town and place, um, which is Swindon. Um, uh, because yeah. Anyway, wow. Um, they have an interesting um, crest. They have this like weird '80s crest. Anyway, I can pull it up right now. Swindon, Swindon town. town. It's got what this like got? weird S with a dot or something. I don't know. 1879. It's a red shield. They got a train and a bird. Oh no, it's different now. They've yeah. updated it. Where's uh? Where is Swindon Town? Where is Where is Swindon? Where is Swindon? Is it near Swindon. Wales? Uh, town in England. It's a town in southwest England, so yeah. yes. Look at me know my UK geography. It, ooh. Its main thing that it has is the Museum of Computing. Wow. It has, in the old <laughs> town, we have the Swindon Museum and Art Gallery. Wow. Okay. Is known for its 20th century British art collection, plus displays of local fossils. It also has STEAM, S-T-E-A-M, which is a museum of the Great Western Railway set in a restored station, has old locomotives and train carriages, including Queen Victoria's Royal Saloon from 1897. There you go, Swindon. That's your free advertisement since we slated your soccer team. Uh, We slated your jerseys and possibly your town a little bit. We actually did not mean that. I did say you couldn't read, so that's... Yeah, that is. I can't even believe that you said that. It was. It was mostly joking. Hey, hey, I did a tourism ad read for you. I mean, mm, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, was it with the heart and soul that Swindon needed for that moment? It was for all of the bad energy we put in that place. It was probably better than they deserve. <laughs> 
Nate, Nate is, uh, we, our editor is now um, really hoping that we'd end this Swindon talk. I'm fairly certain. He plays at Charlton Athletic. He doesn't even play at Swindon. Swindon. No, no, in the newest one. No, he just, he's played 16 games at Charlton Athletic. He plays in a London (laughs) club. And we just like talked about Swindon Town for like 20 minutes. It wasn't 20 minutes, but it's long enough. We're the reason Nate drinks. Nate drinks? No. He's, no. But, I, but I, we're the reason why he does. <laughs> <laughs> and on and on that terrible disappointment. Uh-huh. I thank mean, you. Or exciting development. Thank you for visiting <laughs> the 141 Studio. As always, we're a dumpster fire. We're, we are raccoons at a dumpster fire. All hail the trash fire. All hail the <laughs> trash fire. And we are the trash demons. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Good night.